Hello and welcome to Solo of Travel with Darren. This is episode number 80. And today I'm going to be talking about another way to get cheap flights when you travel. And today I'm going to be talking about something called the Hidden City Trick. And I didn't talk about this in my new course. My new course is the Solo Mail Travel Blueprint. I didn't talk about this because I haven't used it yet, but I'll tell you all about it in this podcast and I am going to use it and I'll tell you all about that too coming up. But anyways, I do have my course out which is Solo Mail Travel Solo Mail Travel Blueprint. It's for beginners who've never traveled the world by themselves. If you want to take your first trip overseas by yourself, this course will help you. It tells you everything from the very beginning to the very end. And it walks you through step by step exactly what to do and exactly what I've been doing for the last 20 years. And so that course will help you. And so anyways, in the hidden city trick, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of semi-controversial the airlines may not like it but it's not illegal it's kind of like that same thing where i say you can move your seats when i mean if you're sitting on a plane and once the doors close if there's any open seats you can move your seat obviously not to like first class or anything like that but if you see some seats around you that are open you're allowed to move seats in the in the cabin but again this is one of those things where it's kind of like that and again, this hidden city trick that I'm about to tell you about, it's not illegal. And in fact, I think I saw that there's some case law. And I think I mentioned before, I'm a lawyer here in Arizona, and so I know what case law is. I know how important it is. And I think there's case law about this where I think some airlines sued some people in the past regarding this new this trick that I'm about to tell you about, and they lost. The case was thrown out of court because it's not illegal at all. So what is it? So basically, it's you. if you want to go from point A to point B, you sometimes a ticket to point A to point B to point C is cheaper than that ticket from point A to point B. And so a real life example of this is like, say you want to go from Phoenix to Las Vegas. Maybe that flight might be $150. Well, there could be a ticket that goes from here from Phoenix to La, to Phoenix to Los Angeles or Phoenix to Las Vegas then to Los Angeles, basically a flight to Los Angeles from Phoenix. And so there's a connection in Las Vegas. And so what you would do is you you and say that flight is for say $49 or $59. So, you would take that Phoenix to Los Angeles flight with the connection in Las Vegas. And again, if Vegas is your final destination, this is where you wanted to go in the first place, you would take that L- that Phoenix to LA flight flight and then you would you would stop in Las Vegas. And so once you hit your connection in Las Vegas, you would just get off there and, and go to your, you know, go to the strip or whatever and can't and, and forfeit the rest of your flight onto Los Angeles. And so that's what's called a hidden city trick. It's basically finding a flight with connections where one of those connections is where you really want to go in the first place. And a lot of times those flights, those tickets are cheaper than just going directly to the place that you want to go. Like I said, the point A to point B, the Phoenix to Las Vegas. 
And the reason why it's cheaper is because the airlines are done on a hub and spoke system where, you know, like there's major hubs for airlines. And so a lot of times airlines go into these major hubs before they go on to another destination. And so if you if your final destination is one of these hubs, it's likely that you might be able to find a a ticket with a connection in that place where you wanted to go in the first place. And so what I'm going to do is I am going to Northern Europe next month in October. I'm recording this in September 2023. Next month in October, I'm going to go to Northern Europe. I'm going to go to Amsterdam and I'm going to go to Germany and I think Denmark also. And I found a really good flight from Phoenix to Stockholm, Sweden for about $580, I think, when it was all said and done. And like I said in the last podcast, and I've said in a handful of podcasts in the, in, in before, is that as Americans, the only thing that we're concerned about is getting across the ocean as cheap as possible, no matter where we want to go in Europe. We just need to get across the ocean, and then once we get there, you can find a cheap flight or take a train to your final destination. And that's exactly what I did. A couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking for flights to Europe, and they were all in the $800 ranges, $900 ranges. But I did find this flight for about $550 to Stockholm. It was like kind of like the one exception, and so I took it. And then what I want to do is I, I want to go to Amsterdam, and so I'm going to take a train down from Stockholm down to Amsterdam. And so, but nevertheless, I'm going to end up in Berlin, Germany after about 10 days, or 12 days, I think it is. And so I have to get back from Berlin back to Stockholm so I can come home. Like I said before, that's one of the problems with doing what I say as far as getting across the ocean as cheap as possible is that you have to get back to that place that you land so that you can come back home when, when you're done you know, going to the real destination you wanted to go to or all your travels where you were going. And so I have to find a way to get, I had to find a way to get back from Berlin, Germany, back up to Stockholm, Sweden. And so what I did is I was looking for flights, one-way flights, back up to Stockholm. And I found this flight, basically, let's say stock, let's say Berlin to Stockholm was $120 one way. Well, I found a flight from Berlin to London for $45, which had a, a connection in Stockholm. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that $45 trip to London that with a connection in Stockholm, and I'm going to take it from Berlin to Stockholm, and I'm going to stop when I get to Stockholm, Sweden, and I'm going to forfeit the rest of the flight on the way to London. And so I'm going to try it. It'll be next month, in the middle of next month, and I'll let you know how it works out. And so one of the things that I read about when I was looking at this trick and how, you know, and I haven't done it yet, but I will do it. But one of the things I saw, one thing you have to be aware of is that obviously this has to be one way, a one-way flight. It can't be a round-trip ticket because you're canceling the second leg of your flight or second and third leg, whatever it is. And if you, if you cancel the second leg, everything after that is canceled. The whole ticket is canceled. So any type of round trip would be canceled too. So this is only for one-way flights. The second thing is you can't check any bags in. And like I mentioned before, as guys, we shouldn't be checking in bags at all anyway. And so that's, you know, that shouldn't be a problem. Because when you check in bags, 
your bags will end up at your final destination. And so if I were to check bags in in Berlin, they would end up, they would be waiting for me in London. And so that wouldn't be good at all. One of the things I'm a little worried about is if I have to check in bags, you know, and I don't want to, basically, because I'm in the last boarding group on the plane, there might, the overhead bins might be full and they might say that you have to check in bags. First, I'll tell you, they'll ask for volunteers to check in bags and then they might say they have to check in bags. If they do that, then I won't do it. I mean, I don't know what I'll do, but because I can't have my bags waiting for me in, in London because I won't be taking that, that connection. But anyway, so those are the two caveats. No check bags and obviously one-way flight. So, and again, I've never done this, but I've read about it. I read about it in the How to Take More Vacations book by Scott Keyes. Fantastic book. I talked about it before in this podcast. There's a website also that does this for you. It basically finds these connecting flights that are cheaper than the direct flights. It's called skiplagged.com. I'll leave a link in the description. It's spelled just like it sounds, skiplagged.com. And it basically does these, it shows you the flights with the connections so that you can see what flights with connections are cheaper than direct flights that you're looking at. By the way, if you've done this before and you're listening to this podcast, let me know in the comments. Let me know how your experience was, if everything was fine. Because, and again, I'll let you know for sure how it works out when I when I do it because I've never done it before. Also, you can send me an email at Darren21, that's D-D-E-R-R-O-N-21, that's double D, Darren21, at gmail.com. You can shoot me an email, let me know what your experience was like if you did this trick. And then also, finally, check out my website, solomailtravel.com, and you can see some information on my new course for beginners who want to travel the world by themselves. So anyways, that's it for this week. If you have any questions, again, please leave them in the comments and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.